Sweet Tea Podcast. Here's your host, Andy Burrows. Welcome everybody to the DC Tweet Team Podcast. I am your host, Andy Burrows. This is episode number 77 and welcoming back on the show, the Team 980s, Mr. Steve Solomon. Steve, welcome, my friend. Thank you, Andy. It's glad to be back uh, again. You always know you did okay the first time when you're welcomed <laughs> back for a second appearance. They didn't say, ah, Steve Solomon, he's terrible. I don't want to hear him again. So thank you absolutely for ha- having uh, me back on again. It's absolutely my pleasure to have you back on the show, my friend. Uh, Steve, we're going to start with some uh, Washington news. Obviously, I know we had the playoffs and everything over the weekend, but a lot has happened in our football team. So definitely since I last spoke to you quite a few months ago now, we've got uh, Marty Herney and uh, Martin Mayhew. That's not easy to say together um, being appointed to the team before we get into a few questions that people have asked me what are your initial thoughts and reactions to them appointments so it was a it was a an odd journey to get to both of them because we knew after the season I, th- I think even during the last few weeks of the regular season news came out that they were looking to hire a general manager at some point in, in the off season, and that made sense because Ron his first season it was just too much not just because he had cancer but because being the team personnel guy the general manager the executive vice president and the coach just seems like too much of a job for any one person that's why just about every team has someone else who's the official general manager and they hired jason wright who handles everything but personnel decisions for the team i'm sure he's you know if there's a parking validation issue, it goes to Jason Wright's <laughs> So stuff that Ron Rivera doesn't have to deal with. But it made sense that they would have to hire or should hire a personnel person as a, as a general manager. And when, when Marty Herney uh, was let go in Carolina, boom, that became the first guy everyone was like, okay, this makes sense. He hired Ron in Carolina mm-hmm. uh, a dozen years ago, and he was a good friend of his. They've worked together. Uh, he's a local guy from DC. Wasn't uh, he on the team back in the eighties as well? Didn't he, he do something? He was. In the 80s? He was. He worked in their PR department briefly uh, yeah. thirty-five years ago. <laughs> he he was from here. Grew up in the same city I'm in, Silver Spring. He went to school mm-hmm. a couple of blocks away from oh, where wow. I live now. It's kind of crazy. So he was a local guy here. Uh, he even wrote for the the Washington Times back when he was a cub reporter before he got into football. So it made sense to bring him back. And Martin Mayhew, too, um, a, a guy who's a respected GM across, for the Lions for many years. Uh, he was in their personnel department. And I just didn't know they'd hire both of them. Uh, <laughs> and it, it's odd that Mayhew has the general manager title and Herney has the executive vice president of personnel and football football, whatever these titles mean when you have executive and vice president you know so i don't even know who's above who and i don't think they've even announced that it's it's sort of a partnership so it's good to have two veteran football minds in here who hopefully Mm -hmm. can work with ron uh and 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 most importantly alleviate him of of some of the uh the duties involved with that and of course it means probably the exit of Kyle Smith, which I'm, I'm sure you'd like to discuss as well. But uh, yeah. at, at least, first of all, I'm glad to have both of these two guys that they're both smart veterans of football. So it's it's good to have them both here. 
Yeah, I mean, you mentioned Carl Smith there. I've been going backwards and forwards on social media since Herney was appointed because he's got Carl Smith's job title. Why nothing has been announced by Carl Smith. And a lot of people are saying this is probably the first, not the wrong thing that the team have done since all these new appointments and Jason Wright and Ron Rivera. They're saying, why have you announced someone with a job title of Carl Smith, who's still in, as far as we're concerned, no one's heard anything, is still involved with the organization does that come how does that sit with you it's it is odd because so kyle smith was has been here for 10 years he started Mm -hmm. in the shanahan uh, administration uh he's the son of aj smith longtime chargers general manager and who also worked here uh as a, a briefly as a uh consultant i think <laughs> the last in like the mid 2010s he worked as a consultant while uh gruden was here um but kyle smith was a scout and given a chance here they moved him up to be the the director of of uh college personnel and when ron came in last year people didn't know if kyle would stay or go because he wasn't a, a ron guy not only did he stay, Ron promoted him. He made mm, him the VP yeah. of, of personnel. And so, so Kyle Smith was a guy who's, who's thought of, he's young, uh, a smart up-and-comer, future, future general manager in this league. Um, he, it was kind of surprising he never left because he was buddies with LaFleur and McVay mm-hmm. and Kyle Shanahan, all guys who became head coaches. And uh, he could have left for any of those organizations at some point in the last five years that all of those guys became head coaches, but he didn't. So he either liked it here or they liked him or whatnot. And when Ron came in, he kept him and promoted him even. So mm-hmm. we thought that might be something uh, that be would be good for the organization to keep him around. He's a bright young mind, but apparently it's it's not worked out on either side. Uh, my, my colleague at the team 980, Chris Russell has been reporting that they're going to part ways at some point here, uh, officially. Mm. And it, I just it's find several... it weird how they haven't announced, they announced yeah. his replacement before they <laughs> announced that he was exactly, deployed. exactly. They, they, it's, it's a, it's, it's not a great way to go. It's, it's like if they hired someone at team 980 to work afternoons, I'm like, wait a minute, that's my <laughs> job. What, what are we doing here? Yeah. And then say, oh, who's Steve. this English guy you've hired? <laughs> <laughs> I like Andy, but fire me. Yes, this is crazy. What's going on here? But uh, it is, it is a little odd, the, the timing of the situation, but um, I, I think that, that it's going to come out maybe this week because yeah. The, as you know, the jobs in this league are, are they're dominoes. When one mm-hmm. opens, another closes. And 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 with, I think, just one team left not having a head coach. I don't know if any team doesn't have a general manager right now. Yeah. And they all fill out their scouting department. So Kyle Smith has to move. There's, there's He's talked to, apparently, the Packers and uh, the Rams now that both of their seasons are done. Uh, maybe about an assistant GM role with them wow. uh, it was, is likely where he's going to go. And even the Raiders, John Gruden, who'd got to know him yeah. when Jay was the Jay, coach yeah. here, um, likes him and and might hire him there too. So uh, certainly there's a job out there for Kyle Smith of an equivalent move as, as an assistant GM or a mm-hmm. director of personnel. And it's just it's too bad because he he seems like a bright guy and yeah. and he was very involved with a lot of these drafts. I think, you know, Cam Curl was his guy. He he liked him and he he's here because of Kyle Smith and mm-hmm. and many other picks 
because of him, you know, I don't know if Antonio Gibson was the guy he found, but apparently a lot of the picks over the last several years have been because Kyle found this person and then they, they picked him. So that that's unfortunate that we're losing him. We've had some good drafts uh, recently, you know, mm-hmm. that the stars of this team, McLaurin and, and, and uh, Antonio Gibson, I think Kyle Smith liked Logan Thomas to bring yeah. him in as a tight end. So um, we're going to be losing him, unfortunately, but you know, I, I believe in Marty and the Marty and Martin show, which, uh, <laughs> which should get going here that, uh, that they know what they're doing and that, that Ron knows what he's doing. So hopefully that that's, this is a positive for them. And hopefully for Kyle Smith, the guy, I, I'm sure he'll be a GM in the league by the time he's oh, most definitely 40. I mean, yeah. he's only 30 Smith, 36 and already very highly thought of. So it, it, it could work out best for both people for both part parts. Yeah, I hope so. He's a good guy and he, he does deserve a, you know, I, I'm just, it's all a bit weird at the minute. Um, With yeah. um Martin Mayhew, obviously Martin Mayhew, Stafford, the Washington fans have put two and two together and got 20. Right. Uh, I mean, what are you, obviously you've seen everything that's been going around social media the last two or three days. We've inevitably be, we're all going to talk about it. We've got Stafford, we've got Winston going around. What are your thoughts on the QB situation? I mean, it's clear that we're going to go veteran, I think, but who, what are we going to have to give up for it? Uh, some of the questions that have come in for yourself today, Steve, uh, Mike asked, um, what would you give up? to go and get a, a, a Matthew Stafford and something yeah. like that. I mean, I, I, I saw that, that, uh, yeah, a lot of people replied to what, what we should do there to, to, to give up for him. Cause last week and in the last couple of weeks, the rumors have been Deshaun Watson wants out mm-hmm. of Houston and we were, there's probably several teams who want him. Obviously a lot of teams would love to have him, but are you willing to give up two, three first rounders for him. Uh, mm-hmm. You're inheriting a $140 million contract. <laughs> That's a lot to, to ask for. So I was, yeah. was kind of apprehensive of that because the rumors were we'd have to give up the number one this year, the 19th overall, two ones in the future, and either Montez Sweat or one of our defensive linemen, all four are great. Oh, it's funny you should mention Montez Sweat. The, uh, the Bleeding Burgundy podcast, good uh, listener of ours, good buddy of mine, he says, are you willing to part ways with anyone on our D-line if necessary? And if so, who? I, I don't know if I would be. Uh, I, I, not, not with multiple number ones. If it was Montez Sweat for Deshaun Watson, I'd be like, all right, let's <laughs> okay. give that... Let's make that take that deal. We're mm-hmm. inheriting a ton of money because the good thing about all four O line O defensive line guys are they're all pretty cheap right now. We're going to have to mm-hmm. pay Payne and, and and Allen and Chase and Sweat a lot in the future. But the good thing about these 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 rookie deals is that they're four years and they're very team friendly for four or five million dollars a year, and then you can give them a ton of money in their next kind mm-hmm. of deal. But right now we got we got them all and. Inheriting a guy who kind of is forcing his way out, mm-hmm. who, who is unhappy because the team won't hire the GM or the coach that he wants. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's a guy you really want to get, especially if you're going to be giving him forty million dollars a year. You know, I know that he's an elite quarterback. That, you know, uh, Mahomes, Rogers, Deshaun—they're they're some of the best, but. Mm-hmm what's he done look what he did this year i know they yeah. they, they gave away their best receiver um but they were terrible this year and mm-hmm. uh they their coach was fired uh, the first one bill o'brien and and so i don't know 
if Deshaun Watson is 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 that guy that you give up so much for yeah. he's good he's very good but is he worth giving up the house for the... exactly exactly yeah. those first round picks i mean you look at the i'm not a big nba fan but you look at what uh, uh brooklyn gave up for james harden mm-hmm. i mean seven years of picks they're for counting on for being good mm-hmm. it might not work those picks could be much more valuable so i would never give up that many years of their future for one guy and the money it, the nfl's salary cap league it's not like mm-hmm. baseball so one guy making a quarter of your entire salary cap is seems like a lot that's why stafford i think is a is a more logical choice he's cheaper he's only got two years left on a deal um and there's the familiarity of Martin Mayhew. Uh, they yeah. must know each other well. He drafted him uh, 12 years ago. Yeah. Um, he was his GM for five or six years. I mean, he gave him a lot of money. He must mm. like him. <laughs> yeah. I so, mean, a lot of people uh, have um, tweeted out, and uh, Rick Snyder put out there as well uh, yesterday. You obviously know him very well over in Washington. Mm-hmm. He said, if we get someone like a Stafford, we will compete for the Super Bowl within two years. That's a bold prediction, but it's... <laughs> The thing is, Stafford's a very good, he's a very good quarterback. I mean, mm-hmm. is he an elite, elite guy? I don't know. Uh, needs weapons been, to throw to, though, doesn't he? he? He does. That's the thing. He had Calvin Johnson for many mm-hmm. years there, and they were great together. He's had, I mean, I don't know if Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones are great, or he mm-hmm. makes them better than they are. Uh, he's certainly better right now than whoever are three you know alex smith kyle allen taylor heineke who knows or Everyone someone seems to, yeah taylor heineke i mean he's earned the right to at least be in the conversation i mean a lot I, of people have, so. on I social media so. have been backwards and forwards and then everyone's like well hey what about this guy he hasn't yeah. really done anything wrong yet all right he's only had one full game and a few snaps at the end of another game but surely he's earned the right to be in the conversation would you say i hope so i mean i i would think he'd be I mean, we don't know what's going to happen with Alex Smith, if he's Mm -hmm. going to retire or he's going to take a lesser deal or just we'll just cut him and pay the 10 million dead cap (laughs) money, whatever the number is. Um, Kyle Allen is here, but he's and he's relatively cheap, 4 million relatively. But uh, and Heineke, hopefully we can sign him. Um, I'm sure he's going to get some interest from another team. because they all saw what he did in a playoff game in his first start, man, you know, maybe take a chance on this guy, give him a couple million bucks, which I'm sure, you know, he's, he's very happy. He had such a great performance. I hope he stays here. He's, he's, he's got familiarity with Ron and with Scott Turner. Mm -hmm. So it'd be nice if he could stay here and we give him a chance. I I don't know if he's going to be the next Kurt Warner or if he's the next, uh, uh, Ben DiNucci, the Cowboys guy who was <laughs> terrible this year. I don't know. I, I hope he's he's more of Kurt Warner, but at least he he should have a chance. And mm. but it looks like they're they're they've got when you got three guys, you've got none. You need one guy. You know, if Stafford yeah. would be that guy, and 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 whatever falls in behind him, whether and I Heineke, Heineke could be there because Stafford's thirty three, thirty three. Like yeah, I mean, a lot of people are saying that. You know, we've gone through, look at the quarterbacks we've gone through, it's probably since RG3 left, you know what I mean? The, the Kirk Cousins of this world, now we've got Alex Smith. There has to come a time, and everyone's saying it, when we have to go for that elite guy. We can't 
you, if you look at all the very good teams in the National Football League, you know, you look at Green Bay, you look at people like Tom Brady at the New England, they had one guy in yeah. one position for a number of years. I mean, when do Washington finally, and now might be the time with Ron Rivera, with Jason Wright, with uh, Martin Herney and all them guys coming in, now might be the time when we say, hey, we need to get the guy that is going to be here for four to five years. Washington need that. Otherwise, we can't, we can't, you know, me and you could probably have this discussion last season, the season before. There's always yeah. some sort of quarterback talk. That's Every going on. year. I mean, Every year in, in DC, this happens. It's really it? been since like Joe Theismann. I mean, to, mm. to, to go back since when I was a kid and, and we were uh, a great team. Since then, you know, yes, Doug Williams and Mark Rippon won Super Bowls, but they weren't here that long. And then, Jason Campbell was here for a while and Kirk. So mm -hmm. I don't think we've had a quarterback who's been the starter for more than four straight years since mm -hmm. Theismann. It's been forever. And we thought it'd be RG3. It didn't work out. We brought in McNabb and didn't, it didn't work out. And yeah, you said every team who wins has a guy, Brady, Rogers, Breeze. Mm -hmm. Now, now, you know, Mahomes and Josh Allen are going to yep. be the guys there for the next 15 years maybe so you, you, that's the one position you need somebody we thought we had that with Alex Smith when we traded for him and we mm -hmm. did till his his leg uh, incident there and the story was still remarkable but um, but yeah if, if we do trade for Stafford he's the established guy for hopefully five or six years but you know what he's never won a playoff game uh, that was my next point a lot of people I, yeah. I know a few Lions fans over here like oh my, yeah friends of mine they're like he's never done it like and what's got people in uproar as well, and me and a good buddy of mine, Carl, over on another podcast of Burgundy's, and me and him have said, don't sleep on someone like Cam Newton coming to DC. That's the Ron, I've said this many times too. on this podcast. Ron Rivera, have you heard him talk about Cam Newton? He's like a, he's like a son to him, isn't he? He always yeah, speaks to him so him. highly. I said it would not shock me in the slightest if Cam Newton ended up in DC. I don't know what you think about that. It wouldn't either because, well, first of all, they have their relationship and he, he, he was his most successful years were with Cam. But I hope Ron watched some Patriots games this year because <laughs> Cam was not very good. He's taken, I mean, he th he's only 31, something mm -hmm. like that, but it's been a long 10 years in this league. A I lot mean, of people saying his arm's gone as well and everything. His like arm's that. gone. He's, he's mm -hmm. run so much. He's gotten, he's had a lot of injuries. And frankly, he just didn't, he was one of the worst quarterbacks in the league this yeah. year. He got, I mean, he could still run occasionally, but I think he had, the, he had five passing touchdowns. I think it was yeah. horrible. Uh, so do they not have any weapons? I mean, they had Edelman, their only good receiver was hurt all year. They had yeah, guys who I had never heard of uh, catching. I had half of them. Yeah. Bird and um, some other guy. I, don't yeah. even remember the guy's name. It's not, how many years has it been since you could say that about a Patriots team? You have I know, a clue who's I know. catching the ball. And and look, and when we wondered if it was it Brady or Belichick, you look this mm -hmm. year, Brady's in the Super Bowl, Belichick missed the playoffs for the first yeah. time ever. So maybe it, it it is it's a lot. Tom Brady made these guys better than they really are because we saw with Cam Newton. What are they? I think they were six and ten this year, or six five and eleven. Six and ten, I think, off the top of my head, it wasn't very something good. bad. Yeah, they they yeah. missed the playoffs easily. So, yeah, I, I don't know uh, if it. You know, the Patriots gave it a try with Cam because they just they had Jarrett Stidham and mm -hmm. uh, Brian Hoyer. So they're yeah. like, we we can't go into a season with these guys. So yeah. they gave Cam a chance. I, I it it didn't really work out well. So I don't know if we want to sign cam to a two-year deal or something and and mm -hmm. give him the starting job because it 
I like him, but I think his best years, even though he's younger than Stafford and and they've both had a lot of games Mm -hmm. and they've both been injured a lot, but Stafford at least showed when, when, when healthy this year, he can still put up 300 yard, three touchdown games routinely. Cam, I don't know if he can anymore. So it's just a mess at quarterback. We've had such problems year after year after year. And now there's any one of, eight guys could be our starter next year from yeah. Alex to Kyle to Heineke to a draft pick to Stafford to Cam yeah. to who knows. I mean, uh, it, it's just as likely that uh, Mac Jones could be our starting quarterback <laughs> if we draft him at 19. Yeah. But, um, yeah. That's true. why they got Marty and Martin. And now yeah, my, it's good. I'm going to look forward all, to saying their names all season. Marty and Martin <laughs> show. They can, they can watch, they can watch a lot of film together and talk about this and yeah. Hopefully they make the right decision. Most definitely. Uh, Steve, we've got some uh, questions coming for yourself. Uh, Mike asks, um, between now and April every year, we argue um, the draft and only pick uh, most, only pick most of us get it right first time. Is it time to give up the war room and simply look at the best players available regardless of position and they would just be successful in the long term? I think in football, you kind of have to do that. Yeah, we're all we're all armchair draft experts, mm-hmm. right? But look, I, I mean, Mel Kuyper and Todd McShay, they know what they're doing. When you get to like the eighth best guard, I don't know who these guys are. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm the same. I mean, I watch college football and I know who the star players are. And I know most of the, almost all the first rounders. But after the first day, I don't know who these guys are. And, and you looked at our, look at, we just talked about it, our defensive line. People were like, oh, we've got so many weapons. Uh, we had Payne and Allen and Sweat and Kerrigan and uh, uh, Ioannidis and Settle. Why would we draft Trace Young? But then we drafted him. He was amazing. So I, it's football. Guys get hurt. Guys get injured. Guys get uh, out of the league or not. You know, it's, it's such a turnover league that you can't be too stocked at one position that just draft the best guy and don't worry about who you have at that position. Um, and teams do that all the time. Even all the, all the great quarterbacks we talked about, their teams are still drafting quarterbacks. Yeah. In case, look at Jordan Love with the Packers. Yeah. They, they drafted a first-round quarterback after signing Aaron Rodgers. The best it sounds like he might be starting next season. And that's the thing. Got Aaron Rodgers' uh, interview after the game yesterday. That was another yeah. one that set Washington exactly. Twitter. Maybe we can get him. Oh, boy. <laughs> if we can get Aaron Rodgers. That would be something, too, that, that, that if, if Watson, Stafford, Rodgers, all these guys could become – or available by trades. I don't know, but Rogers is used the MVP this year. He, he mm-hmm. said, Oh, you're going to draft a first round quarterback. I'll throw for 48 touchdowns. <laughs> and it was amazing. So he's, he seems uh, like he's got a few years left. He's 36. Also 36. He's, yeah. He's getting up there. Yeah. It's, but you know, look at Tom Brady. He's in the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know no, he's, I mean? he's the exception. I don't, yeah. I don't know if they'll, if there's, there's never gonna be another ever like that. I mean, no Bree, breeze, who's three years less than younger than Brady. He didn't look so good in his last no. game. Uh, mm-hmm. His, his bat, couple of bad interceptions. He was hurt this year with the broken ribs. I think uh, it, it's, it's good to retire before they force you out. If he wanted to come back, they'd be like, oh, I don't know. Cause he makes a lot of money. Uh, and I mean, the one trick play they had, they had Jameis Winston throw because Reese yeah. can't throw <laughs> He can't yeah. throw 50 yards in the air anymore. So yeah. I think they're they're probably a little relieved that he wants to retire. And you you don't you don't want that situation with with 
with Rodgers, I guess, but he's showing he's still in his prime and still has yeah. several years left. But um, yeah, I'd love for him to be here too. Oh, you know? I'd love for it. Yeah, that'd be amazing. It'd, it'd be, be unbelievable. Um, Steve, what did we talked about Rodgers and Brady there? What did you make of the playoff games at the weekend? I thought the the Packers. They, I I'm still in shock on that play where they didn't go for it on. Um, I know the field goal, right? the field goal. Uh, and I think you could tell everyone's coming out now and saying Rogers has thrown his coach under the bus with his interview after the game. And Rogers could have ran for at least to the goal line. I and no, I know. You know I, I mean, what did you make of the whole playoff game and Tom Brady's back in another Super Bowl? Yeah, it was, it was amazing. So I was rooting for the Packers and bills because, mm-hmm. uh, we have uh, we used to be on a lot in Wisconsin. We got a lot of Packers listeners and fans, so I've, I've become a a little bit of a Packers <laughs> fan over the years. At least I pull for them, yep. and uh, I I like the Bills. Uh, my my best friends from Buffalo, so I watched the Bills for many years. So unfortunately, they both lost. But uh, but it, it it was it was a great back and forth game. That first game with Tampa and Green Bay when 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 Tampa got that crazy touchdown at the end of the first half after that green Bay interception. And then to start the second half, boom, the Aaron Jones fumble Tampa Mm -hmm. scored. I thought it's over Tampa. I did. I tweeted out game over. That was the worst tweet I'd ever sent. (laughs) (laughs) Pull that or delete, delete the tweet. But uh, yeah. And then green Bay bounced right back. They drove down, they scored Uh, Tampa Brady kept throwing interceptions in the second Mm, half. I mean, he, he had no interceptions for, months uh, you know through on the three road. in about 10 three. minutes yeah and a couple were not uh great throws i mean they no, he overthrew he missed a couple of guys yesterday mm-hmm. uh and that the interception that tipped off mike evans hands was yeah. too high so that was uh but 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 yeah the the decision at the end there for them they had first and goal at the eights mm-hmm. they they missed uh a, a chance I, th- I thought Aaron Rodgers could have run it in and even if he had ran that on third down he would at worst case scenario he would have been a yard out from the exactly end exactly you'd and think then on fourth that, down you're just gonna you know try and push someone over the line I I couldn't believe that uh, they didn't think ahead of that that get a couple yards each down to have us gives a chance on a mm-hmm. short fourth and goal but then they had fourth and goal at the eight and they kicked the field goal I couldn't yeah. believe it because they're still down five points even if the best case scenario of you stop Tampa, you make them punt, you mm-hmm. still have to get a touchdown with no timeouts and no time. I know Rogers has done it 50 times in his career, but it just didn't seem like the right play that they've had. It was uh, the chance was there to at least give yourself a, a, a chance for the touchdown and two pointer mm-hmm. to tie the game. And they didn't. And Lafleur has been, I mean, how, how could you ask for a better first two years, 13 yeah. and three each season to start and, uh, in the NFC championship get that that was just a bad decision and yeah. uh and everyone knows it <laughs> yeah I think that's good obviously now we have Patrick Mahomes versus Tom Brady in the in the Super Bowl Tampa baby and the first home team yeah to play in a Super Bowl I mean how good is that going to be I mean how do you see the, the the young upcoming guy versus the veteran that's been around for years I mean what a game yeah. we're in for I know I'm sure the league couldn't have uh, scripted it better that they'd love they love to have Brady in the Super Bowl with Tampa that story and Mahomes is is the next superstar of the league and uh Brady trying for his 7th Super Bowl and his 10th appearance and what a story it would be for him to win with his new team that he left uh, New England for and then Mahomes a guy who's uh, every year he's setting records with 
youngest to be in three straight championships, yeah. youngest to go to two straight Super Bowls. He'll be, of course, the youngest to win two Super Bowls and to have two straight. They could be this the start of a Kansas City uh, dynasty. And yeah. and it's good for, uh, uh, you know, I'm happy for Bruce Arians, a guy who's been a coach yeah. for forever in this league, was Arizona's coach. He went through cancer as well. And mm-hmm. uh, I think it's the oldest coaching matchup we've had in a while. Yeah. Him and Andy are both <laughs> up there. Um, perhaps the heaviest coaching matchup we've had in a while as well. But hey, yeah. uh, good, good for both of them. They're both uh, well-respected coaches. So mm. And, and, and what a great matchup, you know, it, yeah, it, should, it should be a fun game. And I, I don't hate either of these teams. So at least it's not the Cowboys. If it's not, you know. Oh, no, yeah, God, <laughs> let's, let's not just, uh, talk about them. Um, <laughs> Steve, with your, I've asked a few guests, with your crystal ball now, what does the future hold for the Washington football team? We've got all these new appointments. What does 2020, 2021 hold uh, for, for our great football team moving forward? You know, it's it's such a year to year league, and and who who could have predict if anyone uh, uh, predicted that uh, we'd win this division at, at seven and nine? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would have thought, what are you kidding? That with the worst division in I think the history of football between yep. the four teams' records, it was yep. very bad. So who knows? But it, it's such a year to year league. I, I was questioning Ron Rivera the first few games too. I was like, this guy, is he trying to win? We had some terrible <laughs> decisions in those first few games. I don't know what he's doing, but uh, he, it worked out. He hasn't last down yet, has he? Not yet. At, he hasn't uh, last down yet. Not yet. One year, one playoff appearance. So, I, I, you know, how can you not like the guy? The story's great. The, the cancer survivor, mm-hmm. uh, the trying to change whatever culture means and trying to change it. I hope that's what's happening. All the off the field stuff, the name, the lawsuits, the minority owners, oh. all this trouble. We, we, that's a whole separate thing. But just on the field, hopefully, we're in a direction where this cannot be just the anomaly of a playoff appearance every five years. You know, hopefully, it's not mm-hmm. another five or six years like it was this time where we won the division. Um, and, and, hopefully this turmoil with all three other teams uh which is which is how you win a division when you're seven and nine so hopefully it's something that we can keep sustaining and build they find they found these two marty and martins and uh hopefully they they have a a good vision for a draft and who will have a quarterback uh and it's something that 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 can only grow that we saw this this this, the start of the rivera era not the uh not a not a not a, a situation like Jay had with one playoff appearance. Shanahan, Gibbs, even Gibbs when he came back. 2.0, yeah. A couple of playoff appearances, but nothing. It's It's been 30, 30 years now since the Super Bowl. So um, it, hopefully it's something we can build on as, as, as to become one of those franchises. We talked about Green Bay and Kansas City yeah. and New England and, and, and always in the conversation each year, not – not 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 the the butt of the nfl's jokes and uh yeah. i think you'll send <laughs> a statement as well won't it? if we get one of these elite guys do you think it'll yeah. send a statement because like you say we are the butt of so many jokes it's like well no one's going to go to washington you know what right I mean? it's, we are do you think it would just send such a good message to us as fans and like everyone around the organization it's like hey we mean business now yeah, I mean, uh, uh, getting two respected veterans like Marty Herney and Martin Mayhew to come here is something because they both, uh, I know Martin Mayhew at least had other opportunities. He's 10 years younger than Herney. Herney might have, I don't know if anyone else called, he's, he's 65. <laughs> yeah. So um, he might have been 
close and 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 i don't know how you know he's, he's not he's not an old man by any means uh, guys mm-hmm. can work into their 70s and be perfectly fine especially mm-hmm. if you're not on the field he's behind the desk so uh hopefully people want to come here want to work with ron rivera that we don't have the the stigma of oh washington a snyder oh it's yeah. a mess over there because that's what it's been for years free agents don't want to come here mm. except i mean the, if the money's right sure you'll you'll suck it up and go there but uh mm. coaches and 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 personnel and front office people and and hopefully with the with the cleaning house of last year's issues and people that that rivera who know who's been in this league for 40 years as a player and coach knows everybody that enough good people want to come and be part of the organization and build a, mm. a, a sustained winning organization so so that ron can can be here till for 15 years until he retires yeah that's, that's what we, we hope for we hope we can only hope andy <laughs> yeah uh, last one steve i mean a lot of people have said this to me with all, everything that's gone on now do you think dan snyder is the last little bit of stigma that may need to go but then on the other hand people have said well he's now kind of taken a back seat we've got ron rivera we've got jason Wright, we've got these new gms we've got new, maybe he's finally seeing the errant of his past ways shall we say or are you with a lot of fans saying look once he's gone then we really move on well that's a lot of fans dream they want mm-hmm. dan snyder gone and you warner i don't see it happening no. it's, it's hard to get an owner out they've done it once in Carolina mm-hmm. um, it, and Jerry Richardson was very old anyway. And, and yes, the new allegations in the last year have, are not good for the team, uh, mm-hmm. not good for him. You know, the, the cheerleader stuff, the, the, the other three owners stuff, lawsuits, mm-hmm. blackmail, all this stuff. But uh, he, I, I don't think he's going to get caught up in it so much that they force him to sell the team yeah. and he's not going to, unless they force him to, I mean, this is, uh, you know, it's, it's, it, it's not only a, the way he makes a, a billions of dollars and every football owner makes a lot mm-hmm. of money, but uh, he loves being the owner of the team and, yeah. and they're not going to take that from him. He's only 53. So we've got another 20 something years of him <laughs> as the owner. Uh, he's got two kids who I would think they'd be in their thirties, his daughter and son, when they're old enough to, take over the team if possible um yeah. so i think we're stuck with them for better or worse yeah. and no one cannot go through these 20 years of of problems and not learn something i mean he's mm-hmm. got to be a smart enough guy at some point he became a billionaire he's got to be he's got to be smart in some ways yeah. <laughs> uh, but there's there's business smarts and then there's street smarts there's some people who are billionaires who can't have a conversation and there's some people who are middle-class idiots like me who are not rich uh, yeah, so, that uh, me. <laughs> yeah, so there's 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 that too and and he's been so isolated and 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 he's mm. uh he never speaks i mean i i've met the man once in 20 wow. years of working for the team he just doesn't appear anywhere uh mm-hmm. he stays he stays in his home uh or in the office and i met him in a pub in london he served me a beer oh yeah when they Steve. come over to the for the bengals game that was oh, uh, good that okay was, that was a uh, dan snyder standing behind the jump serving pints was quite nice um, see he's a personable cool. guy yeah but, it was quite interesting and i mean you hope I mean, I thought he brought Joe Gibbs back. He brought Mike Shanahan in, two Hall of Famers, legends, that he would step back, let them run everything. And maybe he did during their four years each, but mm. I don't know. Uh, we saw his involvement in the Jay Gruden years. At least now Bruce Allen is gone, a guy who yeah. was 
disliked by just about everyone. Every Washington family. Yeah. Um, and 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 his personnel decisions weren't always the best. We had mm-hmm. the McLuhan years, which were not great either, off the field, on the field, and and so hopefully now it, he 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 stepped back and and saw, let Rivera run the whole show on the field. Let Jason Wright. Marty Herney, Martin Mayhew, and and he just wants to win. We think we we think we believe that Dan Snyder just wants to win, and it and hopefully that happens without any of his involvement. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Uh, Steve, it's always a pleasure to sit and talk football with you, my friend. Uh, tell our my listeners pleasure. where they can find your podcast. Uh, unfortunately, we won't get into the whole Team Nine Eighty thing over here in the UK. But I know, um, I know, I can't. You can't hear that, but you can hear my podcast anywhere in the world. Uh, Patreon.com slash Steve Solomon. Just uh, find the link at the top of my Twitter feed at Steve Solomon. All O's and Solomon at Steve Solomon. And thank you, Andy. It's always fun to talk with you. Uh, I really appreciate your time, my friend. And like I say, I'm always grateful for the guests that come on. But to get someone like yourself, it's always good to to talk football with you. So uh, thank you very much for coming on the podcast, Steve. Absolutely, Andy. You're welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the DC Tweet Team podcast. I have been your host, Andy Burrows. We are back on Wednesday. Till next time, everybody. Stay safe. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to the DC Tweet Team podcast. Make sure you go like and subscribe. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcast fix. Till next time, everybody. Thanks for tuning in.